the Blaze Radio Network. On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. 653. Prepare yourself to ingest current events, pop culture, and politics with a side of Latin flair. Batches. I don't have to show you any stinking batches. This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. All right, welcome back, everybody. It's Chris Salcedo Show, and I'm glad you have tuned in for hour two of the program. I wanted to bring up something in the context of what we talked about last hour, which is Mr. Obama. And so many of you have emailed me and said, you know, what are we talking about Obama for? What is is isn't he done and over with? I have said consistently folks that we are going to be regretting resident Obama in this country for years, if not a decade or more uh, because of what he meant to this country. And it bears pointing out, in particular, with the, the latest controversy surrounding Donald Trump was this, this conversation that he allegedly had with the Russians that allegedly divulged some sort of sensitive information. We don't know what that information is. Uh, the administration certainly isn't talking about it, but it's being hinted and hemmed and hawed and finds its place, uh, or finds its way, I should say, into the pages of the Washington Post. Now, let me say definitively, we know the law was broken here, but it wasn't Trump who broke the law. The individuals who leaked information to the Washington Post, they are the sole lawbreakers in this whole scenario. Now, why is this important? How does this dovetail? How does this factor into Obama? Well, a lot of these folks whether you call them the deep state, whether you call themselves, whether you call them the swamp, they're all former Obamaites or Clintonites inside of the federal establishment. And they don't think twice about jeopardizing the country. The only thing they care about is undermining Trump, is making sure the president of the United States, if he steps out of line, is going to be tarred and feathered. Even if he makes a mistake, which this, which if you listen to the way this has evolved over the last couple of days, it is entirely possible that Mr. Trump may have slipped up a bit. But see, the difference between if Donald Trump slips up and when President Obama slipped up, and I would have words with any progressive out there who says, 
well, Barack Obama never did anything like this. Barack Obama never screwed up. Well, that's just insane. The difference is when Barack Obama screwed up, there wasn't an entire apparatus there in the United States government ready to publicize it. And there certainly wasn't a basket of biased press that was standing by ready to report it. As a matter of fact, just the opposite happened. A lot of the statists who were inside of, again, deep state, the swamp, Obama holdovers, whatever you want to call them, they were dedicated to propping Obama up no matter how many times he screwed up, no matter how many times he he put our foreign enemies ahead of the United States. They covered for him. And even if something did leak out from a pro-American who happened to be on the inside in the intelligence community, the basket of biased press wouldn't dream of reporting it because, oh, it was, it was hearsay, it was conjecture, and, well, that's an unnamed source. But all of those stumbling blocks don't get away in the way of the current basket of bias. It's all done for one reason. It's all done to harm Donald Trump, to undermine Donald Trump, to make sure that Donald Trump gets so much pressure, feels like he's so disliked that he resigns. And that's what's going on. That's, I mean, it is, it is definitive that that's what's going on. Here's some more hypocrisy for you. The Democrats right now are caterwauling about what Donald Trump shared. By the way, it wasn't illegal if it happened. If it happened. We don't know if it did or not. But if it happened, not illegal because the ultimate declassifier is the president of the United States. And if he wanted to declassify something and share it with an adversary in the interest of advancing America's best interests, which I think all the principals of the meeting agree, McMaster, Tillerson, and uh, uh, Dina Powell, they all agree that everything that Trump was talking about was to advance America's interests. But where, the, where I think the Democrats are suffering from rank hypocrisy is all, they're feigning now that they actually care about national security. Let me take you back. A couple of weeks ago, Ted Cruz was having a conversation in the Senate committee with former director of national intelligence, James Clapper. And I know what Cruz was doing. Cruz was being methodical. Cruz was trying to get DNI Clapper on the record to show what a hypocrite he was. Because what Trump is alleged to have done, Hillary Clinton did. Listen to this. And Director Clapper, what would you do uh, at the DNI if you discovered that an employee of yours had forwarded hundreds or even thousands of emails to a non-government individual, their spouse, on a non-government computer? Well, uh, you know, I'm not a pro investigatory or prosecutorial element, but uh, if I were aware of it, I would certainly uh, make known to the appropriate officials that that was going on. Would that strike you as anything ordinary? Uh, hopefully not. What, what concerns would that raise for you? Well, it, it raises all kinds of pot uh, potential security concerns. <laughs> you get the sense that Senator Cruz is toying with DNI Clapper. Now, DNI Clapper knows precisely who Senator Cruz is talking about, about Hillary Clinton. 
you know, it was alleged in this Washington Post piece, a piece that was put out on um, on Tuesday, Monday night into Tuesday, that that this special code word that was used by uh, Donald Trump was actually it rose to the level of special access compartmentalized intelligence, the highest level of, of classification, special access programs. Hillary Clinton was confirmed to have been trafficking in this information on her unsecured server. It's also confirmed that her server was hacked by foreign actors, adversaries to the United States and some allies too to the United States. So, what Donald Trump was alleged to have done, Hillary Clinton did. And Hillary Clinton wasn't president of the United States. She was secretary of state. She had no authorization. At least Trump has the ability and the legal right to share this information. Hillary Clinton did not. Again, depending on, on the, uh, the content uh, uh, of the email, what the intent was, there's a whole bunch of variables here that would have to be... Uh, considered, but you know, potentially, again, this is a hypothetical uh, uh, scenario. It could be uh, quite concerning. Uh, it 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 wasn't hypothetical. It actually happened, and James Claver, they're pretending in an open Senate hearing. Uh, everybody was talking about Anderson Cooper's eye roll. That was an eye roll moment. It wasn't hypothetical. It was Hillary Clinton. Now, disgraced leaker uh, DNI Clapper, former DNI Clapper, we play this soundbite in the first hour. He has the gall to accuse the Trump administration or Donald Trump himself of undermining confidence in our institutions. I think in many ways our institutions are under assault, both externally and that's that's the big news here is the Russian interference in our election system. And I think as well, our institutions are under assault internally. Internally from the president? Exactly. Now, you all remember when President Obama occupied the Oval Office, there was a poll, there was a lot of polling put out about faith in America's institutions. They were at all-time lows during the Obama administration. And there's a re good reason why. Many people didn't trust government under Barack Obama. For, for one, the rules that government was imposing on the rest of us, was har they were harming us, number one. Number two, those same rules, see, Obamacare, didn't apply to those elected leaders in Congress. And many Americans took it personally, as they should. So I would submit to you, as I laid out last hour, the real culprit in destroying faith in America's institutions, not Donald Trump in his three years in office or three months in office, I should say, but it was Barack Obama's eight years in office that did this. I've got more the other side of the break. The Chris Salcedo show here on the blaze. It's your radio Republic. Be heard. 888-900-3393. This is the Chris Salcedo show. Part of generation blaze on the blaze radio network. <laughs> Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. 
That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951. Not to be confused with those loudmouth leftist Latinos out there. It's Chris Salcedo. I am your liberty-loving Latino. Welcome to the show on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, folks, we are, we are discussing uh, and, and intermingling current events in with the broader discussion today on the Chris Salcedo Show, which is this. Who is responsible, really, for undermining faith in America's institutions? I would lay you odds that the proof is on my side that it is the, the American left who has worked very hard in eroding uh, the trust the American people have in our institutions of government because of how the last administration conducted itself. For example, Senator Rand Paul had revealed that Team Obama may have inappropriately surveilled him and one other senator. We don't know who that senator is, but it is being alleged by some that Mr. Obama was trying to use the intelligence agencies of the United States to surveil opposing political opponents of Hillary Clinton. I've gotten two reporters that came up who says they have multiple sources. Some of this has been published already, saying that uh, the the Obama administration was looking at my private information. There are rumors of other people who ran for president as well. I'm trying to get to the bottom of this. I've asked the White House to look at the logs of all the previous Obama administration people to see if they were searching my name or unmasking me in any way. I know of one other senator who's already confided to me that he was surveilled by the Obama administration including his phone calls and the propriety of those bits of surveillance are being called into question but james comey the former director of the federal bureau of investigation didn't seem at all interested in finding out about those cases of possibly inappropriate unmasking or inappropriate surveillance we know that team obama had a history of this stuff we We laid out in the first hour all of the instances in which Barack Obama had violated the Constitution and violated the rule of law. The one that stood out to me was the Internal Revenue Service, the weaponizing of the Internal Revenue Service. That is illegal and indicative of what Team Obama had done. Team Obama weaponized government against we the people instead of keeping our government focused on where it was supposed to be focused on, our enemies and adversaries. So when DNI, former DNI Clapper alleges that it's Donald Trump who is eroding these confidences in our in our institutions, I think you've got to lay the blame squarely where it belongs at the feet of the prior administration. And it seems the administration that is dedicated to restoring that faith is being constantly attacked consistently attacked not only from the basket of biased press 
but also from those Obama holdovers, deep state, swamp, whatever. And just in case you're tempted to believe this is all in the Democrat ranks, I'd say the majority of it is. But as we saw with Bob Corker earlier this week, coming out and saying that the White House is unraveling, there, there is a innate power structure in Washington, D.C. that is threatened by Donald Trump and his presidency. And, that, and this is how they fight back. Delegitimize him. Make him cancerous to the American people. And given enough time and enough persistence, it will work. We've, we saw this happen with George W. Bush. After 9-11, his support was through the roof. The country was, was, was solidly behind him, but it was a steady diet of six years of nothing but Bush bashing by the press, Bush bashing, bashing by the Democrats. And by the time he was out of office, his approval rating was in the toilet. And there was an aiding, and I don't think it's as definitive or verifiable right now that there, was, there were deep state operatives in the Bush administration. I think that... Uh, the the opposition to Bush wasn't as vehement as it is to Trump because Trump is not only a Republican, Trump is an outsider to Washington. He's a double whammy as far as these people are concerned. So the the push to to rid the country, well, no, I'm sorry, to rid Washington of Trump is real. Washington could care less about the rest of the country. The rest of the country cares about the country and they want... At this point, the majority of folks want Trump to stay in. This will take its toll, folks. Uh, this, this constant drumbeat from the basket of biased press, the majority of Democrats, and Republicans who can't seem to contain themselves. When given an opportunity, they can't wait to distance themselves and to throw Trump under the bus. And Bob Corker is just the, the latest example of this. 888-933-93-888-900-3393. That is the way to contact the Chris Salcedo Show. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us on social media, feel free to do that as well. Go to the Facebook page, the Chris Salcedo Show, and on Twitter at Chris Salcedo TX. Uh, Newt Gingrich was visiting with uh, Fox Business Network and had a conversation with Maria Bartiromo about these revelations that were that were laid out by by Rand Paul, that he may have been surveilled, that another senator he knows said he was surveilled, and other presidential candidates believed they were improperly surveilled by the Obama administration, and Maria Bartiromo was a little indignant. Look, you had an enormous breakdown in the rule of law. You had it with the Clinton Foundation, you had it with Hillary Clinton, you had it with Barack Obama, uh, you had it with his staff. I mean, when you send the National Security Advisor out to lie on six different television shows about Benghazi the Sunday after an American ambassador is killed, and she knows she's lying. Uh, you, you can tell that there's a collapse of any kind of honesty and any kind of measure of enforcing uh, basic sound principles. I'm not at all surprised that the, that the Obama administration uh, was prepared to flout the rules. And look, uh, their, their core model was a radicalism, going back to Saul Alinsky, in which middle class rules and middle class laws don't count. And that, that is the legacy. See, exactly what Newt is saying right there. That was the legacy of Barack Obama. 
this constitution constitution. He, he couldn't care less about limits on his authority. Democrats look at the Constitution and they say, how do we get around it? Because Democrats recognize the Constitution was made to limit them. And these institutions the Constitution founded were designed to limit government's power and authority over the people. Period. End of sentence. And Democrats say, well, that's that hinders us from doing what we want to do. Well, yes, it does. And it does so on purpose. So DNI Clapper, former, I got to keep on saying former DNI Clapper, former DNI Clapper getting out there and alleging that Trump is the sponsor of the lack of trust and lack of faith uh, in our institutions by the American people, I don't think passes the smell test. You would have to ignore, and I think, well, former DNI Clapper is great at ignoring stuff. Stuff that is really a threat to the United States of America. But you would you would have to ignore and you would have to be a complete nincompoop and boob to look at what happened in the last eight years and say that it had no bearing at all on how on how this country regards its government. And I would say there's plenty of room and there's plenty of evidence that extremist left wing rule sponsored by resident Barack Obama and his acolytes we're primarily responsible for this loss in faith in American institutions. Uh, we'll continue coming up next. It's the Chris Salcedo Show. You're in the blaze. You're listening to the Chris Salcedo Show. Part of Generation Blaze on the Blaze Radio Network. The Chris Salcedo Show. Uh, and I think yeah, we ought to take seriously what their intellectual pedigree is. Uh, I do believe we need a serious investigation. I do believe this administration ought to be more aggressive in going after these things and more aggressive in going after leaks. But the truth is, you now have a news media that's totally out of control uh, and that thinks it's more important than the President of the United States, it's more important than the Constitution. That's Newt Gingrich on Fox Business Network with Maria Bartiromo. And, it, and he's basically saying all of these leaks, and this was before the revelations. And I see so they got me doing it now. They weren't revelations. We don't know. They're not proven in the New York Times and the Washington Post about this alleged secret that was let out of the bag by, by Donald Trump to the Russians. And, man, the speculation and the innuendo is just off the charts. And as I said in a previous segment, that the only thing that we know for sure, the only law that we know for sure that was broken were the individuals who leaked this information to the Washington Post and the New York Times. Now, they cite, and I think I, I kind of laughed about this when I put it up on the Chris Salcedo Show Facebook page. It was the same individuals, uh, former and current administration officials. Now, remember, when they say current, it could be Obama holdovers. It could be it could be resident Obama holdovers who were part technically part of this administration divulging all of this information to the press. And again, harming national security. 
And then here comes H.R. McMaster. Well, not H.R. McMaster, I'm sorry. A, D, a former DNI clapper. Former DNI clapper says, well, it's, uh, uh, it's Trump uh, undermining confidence in our institutions. No. It's these, these left-wingers, these liberals committed to undermining Trump that are undermining the confidence of the American people in our system of government. Uh, Newt Gingrich continued. Uh, it's more important than the rule of law. And at some point, there's going to be a collision over that. And I actually applauded what the president said the last few days. I think it might be very healthy for the uh, White House press corps to suddenly not have a space, to suddenly not have the daily opportunity to taunt uh, the whoever the spokesperson is. You know, let him go over to Starbucks and drink coffee and speculate on what's happening in the White House. But th the game that we now have going on is really sick. Yeah, it is. And you know what he's talking about was Donald Trump putting out that tweet that basically said, well, maybe uh, in the interest of accuracy, I should just take the press's questions and then have my staff fill out the answers to those questions and return them. No open press briefing. And you know why the, you know why the, the basket of biased press gets all up in arms about this. They have no video. <gasps> they have no, they have, they have no way to get these gotcha questions in there spontaneously they would have to put their questions in writing and get complete answers and no possibility for a follow-up or they could they could follow up with an email saying here's here's my follow-up question and then just patiently wait for the white house to get a, so this, this is this is trump striking back at this idea that was floated by the press that that there's contradictory statements and that Trump doesn't run it by his staff every single time he he makes an utterance or puts out a tweet. Now, there, there is a bit of a problem with that because it creates messaging problems and it creates an administration that's stepping on its own feet. I, I really do think there ought to be some discipline inside of the Trump White House, especially given that there's not going to be any quarter given by the basket of biased press. The minute you step out of line... They are going to be all over you. And that's, and given that, I think that Donald Trump really ought to take a really hard look at how he's conducting himself, how he's conducting his administration. The fly by the seat of your pants, uh, shooting from the hip way of going about things, it, it served you well in the campaign. But now that you have all of these forces arrayed against you and make no mistake these are forces arrayed against you as donald trump not just the president of the united states but as donald trump and i'm talking about the establishment republicans teaming up with the vast majority of democrats teaming up with the vast majority of democrats in the basket of biased press which is the majority of the basket of biased press they're all against you so you you've got to be crisp you've got to be on the ball now three months of this i would lay out and uh, to you and ask you to consider would not be enough to erode the american people's confidence in our institutions as a matter of fact from this american's perspective anyway faith in our institutions has been somewhat restored by cabinet appointments uh the epa for example the Energy Department, for example, the Education Department, for example. I'm starting to get, I, I feel confidence once again 
that grownups are in charge, that non-leftists are in charge, that pro-American folks are in charge. It's going to be hard to turn everything around. Don't get me wrong on this. It's going to be hard to turn this this massive ship of state which has gone down this left-wing rabbit hole for the last eight years. It's going to be hard to turn it around and get it out. But I feel better about it. But there is still that deep state slash swamp slash Obama holdovers to worry about, and they continue to plague this administration. Uh, Newt continued to talk with Fox Business Network's Maria Bartiromo as to why Americans are losing faith in our institutions. Yeah, and I'm just wondering if that's one of the reasons the president fired Jim Comey, because here we are constantly hearing about this charade of an investigation of a potential collusion between Trump and the Russians with no evidence whatsoever, and yet where's the investigation of the unmasking? Where's the investigation of of the passing of of classified information to the media? Boom, right there. Maria Maria nails it. Basically saying uh, all of these allegations these fishing expeditions to find something to pin on Trump when there is actual evidence of wrongdoing, actual evidence of lawbreaking. We saw it this week with these revel. Don't not can't call them revelations. These allegations laid out by unnamed sources in the Washington post and the New York times. These and, and all of our resources, all of the oxygen in the room dedicated to 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 find getting the bottom of these allegations when really what we should be look what the top story should be is the the leaking, the felonies that we know are being committed rather than trying to uncover something that may have been untoward or even felonious, even though even if these allegations are true about what Donald Trump allegedly did, letting the cat out of the bag on some piece of intelligence. It's his right to do. There's nothing illegal about it. There's no, now, unwise, maybe an unforced error, maybe a slip up. Sure, I think you can call it that and be fair about it if it happened. But at the same time, we do know 100% certainty that the leaks are against the law, that the leaks are felonies, and nobody in the basket of bias, with the exception of, I think, I think John Roberts, earlier this week of Fox News, he did ask the question, hey, uh, excuse me, what are you doing to track down the leakers? And I think he did so much to the consternation of the rest of the basket of bias, because the, the, the basket of bias is, hey, those leakers, those are good guys, need to have more of those guys inside of government, leaking on Trump, because it hurts Trump. That's all they're after. And that's why the leakers remain a minor part of the story. Is it happening? Well, that's right. No, I, but remember, 95% of all donations by federal employees went to Hillary Clinton. 97% of all donations at the Justice Department went to Hillary Clinton. And 99% of all the donations at the State Department went to Hillary Clinton. Wow. So what do you think the culture's like? Uh, th- this is not a neutral culture. It's not an obey the president culture. This is an anti-Trump culture of people uh, who will do everything they can to undermine and weaken the elected legal president of the United States. Right. Because of who he is, not because he's the president of the United States. It's because who he is and because he's not a Democrat. So why do we go through this, this exercise on the show today? Because I think, well, I can see the broad agenda out there from the basket of bias press who 
may be colluding with the Democrats. I mean, they have a history of colluding with Hillary. So there may be these strategy meetings going on at the DNC with uh, editorial folks at the various press outlets, or there may not be. They, they really don't need to sit down and coordinate these things. They take their cues from, from their leadership. And it, it, fr- from the very beginning, this whole resist movement, that's, that's all the American left is about. If it hurts Trump, it leads. If it props up Democrats, it leads. If it hurts the country, well, you know what? We're not, we're not going to focus on it unless those other two criteria are met. If it hurts Trump and it props up Democrats. But if it hurts the country and undermines left-wingers, if it hurts the country and undermines the press, if it hurts the country and undermines those people who are taking to the streets and vandalizing uh, in the name of diversity, then we're just going to ignore it. If it hurts the country with the leaking of classified information, we in the press and we Democrats and we liberals, we don't care. We'll be back in a minute. Put a wrap on the Chris Salcedo Show right here on The Blaze. Dismantling liberal one issue at a time. This is The Chris Salcedo Show. The Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back. It's the Chris Salcedo Show, your radio republic. Unlike your current federal government, your views are heard, listened to, and addressed right here in this program. 888-933-93-888-900-3393. In the time we have left, uh, I wanted to get to a story I didn't have a chance to get to uh, earlier in the week. And it was the story that came out of North Carolina. It kind of dovetails into what we've been talking about today. Loss in faith in our institutions. How many of you in the sound of my voice are a little ticked off that efforts to solidify and restore credibility into our voting system are met with constant opposition from the American left and seeming these efforts to maintain Democrats ability to cheat at the ballot box. These efforts are upheld in the courts. Now, one, you may have felt this exasperation with this story that came down late on Monday. As the Supreme Court, uh, well, it was reported this way, that it was the Supreme Court that struck down North Carolina's voter ID law. It wasn't exactly what happened. Uh, Let me read from Josh Gerstein in the Politico. The Supreme Court is leaving in place a ruling that struck down North Carolina's voter identification law as unconstitutional because it was intended to suppress the votes of African-Americans. Now, the Supreme Court didn't rule that. That was ruled on by the lower court. The Supreme Court just declined to hear the case. So it, because the Supreme Court declined to hear the case, that leaves the lower court ruling in place. Chief Justice John Roberts issued an unusual statement on Monday saying, that, and this is key, This is what didn't get reported in the vast majority of the basket of biased press. Chief Justice John Roberts issued an unusual statement on Monday saying the high court's decision 
not to wade into the case should not be taken as an indication of the justice's views on this broader issue at stake, he suggested. The court's decision was due to confusion over the newly elected Democrat governor and attorney general's efforts to have the state back out of the litigation and accept the Fourth Circuit's decision last year, voiding the controversial measure. Okay, so long story short, the new Democrat who leads the state of North Carolina was trying to, to basically say, oh, no, 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 we don't, we don't, we, we're not standing out for this law. We, we just want to take away from it. Uh, we, 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 we don't want to support it anymore. So can we just, can we just pretend that we never stood up for the law that we passed? <laughs> and so Chief Justice John Roberts is saying, look, we're, we're not weighing in on this. There's, there's just so much confusion. The state of North Carolina just can't get its act together. So we don't want to touch it. We don't want to weigh in on this because of the political aspect of the power struggle that's going on right now in North Carolina. So I think it, it bears pointing out that Americans attempt and cer- certain states attempt to shore up the, the, the voter rolls, to shore up the integrity of the voting system. That was not rejected by the United States Supreme Court. It was just all of the consternation surrounding what was going on with this particular case that rubbed them the wrong way. And another quick story before we leave. Seth Rich, remember that name? Seth Rich was the Bernie Sanders supporter who worked at the DNC and was murdered. And it turns out after a a pretty thorough investigation by police that Seth Rich actually shared thousands of Democrat emails with WikiLeaks. Remember, he was a Bernie supporter. And remember what was going on at the DNC? They were anti-Bernie. They didn't want the socialists to define the Democrats. And many liberals to this day, when and they'll find vindication in this story, they believe that Seth Rich was, was murdered because of what he knew and what he had done to the Democrats. All right, folks, that's going to do it for the Chris Salcedo Show. Remember, a society's worth is not measured by how much power is seized by government, but rather how much power is reserved for we, the people. Got a guest host tomorrow. See you back here Monday, the Chris Salcedo Show on The Blaze. 888-900-3393. The Chris Salcedo Show. On The Blaze Radio Network.